Welcome to the Rent to Rent Success Podcast, the only podcast entirely dedicated to helping you achieve rent to rent success. We talk about the ethical way to get you started in property without buying it. This is our place to inspire each other to believe bigger, to be bolder, and to be game changers for good. Property investors and sisters Stephanie and Nikki Taylor are your guides on this exciting ride. Let's start up the engines and get ready to fly. Well, hello, hello, hello. It's Stephanie here and Happy New Year to you. Happy 2021. Let's see what exciting things the new year is going to throw at us. I can't wait to go through all this with you. And welcome, welcome, welcome aboard episode 48 of the Rent to Rent Success podcast. And today we're talking about the behind the scenes in HMO Heaven and what happened in the unforgettable year that was 2020. And I know you're going to love this episode because we'll be getting real about the highs and lows of business in a pandemic. If you're listening when this episode goes live, and maybe you've been on the fence about joining the Rents to Rent Kickstarter program. Now is the time. On the 21st of January, 2021 at midnight, the price to join us will go up significantly. Right now, you can join for a heavily discounted, never to be repeated, crazy good value price to get your 2021 off to a flying start. So if you do want to join us to get your first deal now and get started in property, then go to renttorentsuccess.com slash last chance. So it's rent number two, renttorentsuccess.com slash last chance. And we'll have the links in the show notes as well, which are renttorentsuccess.com slash 48 for episode 48. Let's dive in to today coronavirus. And when it first kicked off with coronavirus in March of 2020, when the first lockdown happened, I should say in the UK, I was shocked. I was shocked that the lockdown happened. It was just such a shock to me to see the world or many parts of the world locked down like that. And of course, I was worried about our business and delivering for our team, delivering for our housemates and for our landlords as well. We were concerned that with so many businesses closed, many people would be laid off, many housemates might not be able to pay their rent. And with us guaranteeing our rents to landlords, of course, that was a concern for us. And the government's handling of the initial announcements, it gave tenants the idea that they didn't need to pay the rent for the next few months. They were telling that landlords have a mortgage holiday Of course, that mortgage holiday is a complete fantasy land because landlords could pause payments on the mortgage. Not every landlord, but some landlords would have the option to be able to pause payments on their mortgage if their mortgage lender agreed. But the full interest and the full payments would all still be due in the future. And also future lending decisions would be impacted by whether you'd taken a mortgage holiday or not, even though lenders said that they wouldn't be affected. So with the government fat ban on evictions, what I realized straight away was it would mean that landlords were the ones who would need to fund that gap because 
for some landlords, you'd still have to pay your mortgage, but tenants wouldn't have to pay, or so it seemed. And that was worrying because we didn't know how long it was going to last. We hope we were, we were hopeful it would be short. It actually went on much longer than than most people thought. But thankfully, as we all know now, what happened is the government stepped in with a number of financial supports, including the following, which really helped housemates, you know, who were sick or lost their jobs. So we had the coronavirus retention scheme, the coronavirus job retention scheme, aka furlough, which I was pronouncing wrongly back in March. So that was one thing I learned in 2020, how to pronounce furlough. And we saw changes to statutory sick pay where people were eligible to get more and eligible to get more sooner. But the biggest change as far as housemates were concerned was, well, well, it was a combination of furlough and universal credit. Previously, if people lost their jobs, they were unlikely to be able to get universal credit in the short term and even in the long term. But two things well, several things. So the government increased the eligibility for universal credit. So most people who lost their jobs could apply for it. They increased the amount of money they pay to people who get universal credit. And they increased the speed, the soonness of when people can apply. So you didn't have to wait as long to apply. So you were eligible sooner. So all of those changes meant that from being in a position where we were really worried about how we would afford to subsidize housemates affected by coronavirus, our business is actually better protected than it was before. Because previously, if people lost their jobs, they wouldn't be able to apply for universal credit. And now they can. And universal credit will cover, at least in our area and in most areas, HMO room rent. So what, what we realized earlier on as we were going through all this, and my brain was freaking out at the beginning, was we just needed to look at it calmly, work out what we could do. And the crucial element and the bit that I think we managed to get right, and we didn't get everything right, but was communication and getting that communication right with our landlords and with our tenants. And that's something I think worked really well for us. Because I saw, I saw on Facebook, and maybe you saw this yourself, maybe you did this yourself, rent to rent businesses were saying, you know what, I'm keeping my head down. I'm not going to get in touch with tenants just in case tenants use my getting in touch with them as an excuse not to pay. But we were of the view that it's important for you or for us as the business owners to act first. The media was telling tenants every day that they don't need to pay their rent. So uh, rather than adopting a wait and see mentality, we wanted to set out a process that tenants could follow and also set out the parameters so that they would know, because most tenants are good, but there are always in any community of people, some people who are the chances, the wide boys or white girls, (laughs) the ones who want to, the, the cheeky ones. So we set out our three-step plan for what to do if your tenants can't pay rent due to coronavirus. Now that post uh, got a lot of traffic and the information is really useful in that one, just in general, if you find your tenants can't pay rent. So definitely if you haven't listened to that episode, go back there. It's in episode 13, that's episode one, three in your podcast app. Or you can see it on the website, renttorentsuccess.com slash 13 for episode 13. 
If you want to find out more about the Rent to Rent Success System and the ethical way to get started in property without buying it, you'll love the Rent to Rent Success book. It's your roadmap to property profit and the freedom to live life on your terms. Get the Rent to Rent Success book at renttorentsuccessbook.com. That's rent number two, rentsuccessbook.com. Now let's pick up today's show. So what was the impact in lockdown? We've got just over 100 housemates and we usually operate between 0 and 1% of voids. And just prior to the first lockdown, we had one room, which was someone who was due to move into without a void. Because normally how we operate is that all of our move out days are on the last day of each month and all of our move in days are on the first day of each month. So there's no gap. The cleaners do all of the end of tenancy cleans on the last day of each month. Luke does all of the end of tenancy inspections on the last day of each month. And the handyman does any works needed on the last day of each month. And this is all in everyone's calendars for all of our contractors and all of our team. So anyway, I've gone on for a bit of diversion, but that system since we implemented it has just been golden for us. Anyway, that's not what the point I'm making here is that the person who was due to move into that one room that we had available didn't move in because their new job was cancelled. And that's when things just started unraveling. After the first lockdown started, some of our tenants moved out. Lots of them moved home. They're young professionals. And but we take tenants deposits. So even the for those tenants moving out at short notice their deposit was able to cover for their notice period. But still, if we had somebody on the six-month contract who'd been there a month and they wanted to move out, we can't charge them for the extra five months. So, you know, it was tough. I mean, all businesses had had to go through and a lot of businesses went through much worse. So I'm not complaining. I'm just uh, explaining what, what happened for us. And so what we started to see was our voids were going up because we couldn't replace those people. And we were just uncertain about how long this lockdown would go on. What we did again was we did our cash flow planning and we said, well, we can comfortably sustain at least three months at this much higher level of voids. And then what we'll do is we'll review and recess. We thought there's no point looking forward to what we can do for a year. We thought if we're working on a quarterly plan, that gives us enough time to communicate with all our housemates, landlords and our other partners. So that's what we were doing. And part of the reason we could get through those high voids is that we allow a buffer in all of our deals. And that's one of the things that's really valuable that we show you in the Kickstarter program. But what's been great to see is that as we came out of lockdown, we were curious to see what would happen. And what we've seen is that demand has flooded back. It's been so heartening to see. People still want to live in HMOs. It seems like common sense that no one would want to live in HMO in a post-corona world, but it isn't true because people do still continue to live in HMOs and they do still continue to choose to move in to HMOs as well. I went into the reasons why this is in episode 39, which was called No One Wants to Live in Shared Houses or HMOs After Coronavirus. So if you didn't catch that episode, Great episode. Go back and listen to that one, renttorentsuccess.com slash 39. And the other thing that surprised us is our business grew. 
in lockdown. One of our landlords had some properties with another agent who had initially offered a lot more rent than they'd offered him a lot more rent than we are able to. And we wondered how can this agent make it work with such a high guaranteed rent to the landlord? Well, it turns out they couldn't make it work. And the landlord asked us to manage three six-bedroom HMOs, which we took on in the middle of lockdown. And what we found is there's more opportunity now as there are fewer high-quality HMO managers out there. And the one thing I want you to take away is that HMO landlords struggle to find someone who can manage their HMOs well consistently. And you can be that person. And you can take all of the uncertainty out of it for your landlords because they know what they're getting paid. And that means it's so much easier for you to get started at the moment than it ever has been. And so many landlords have been burned by traditional letting agents. These are agents with hundreds of properties who are unable to give their property the attention it deserves. Many are actually saying to stars who are in our Kickstarter program, they just want someone they can trust. They just want someone who can, who can help them and who they know is going to look after their properties. And do you remember, I loved this episode last year. It was, it was the episode with Kaylee Pritchard and Troy Badalu of TK Lifestyle Properties, who grew their business to six figures in lockdown. That's such a great episode, including the way they funded their first deal. You need to listen to it, honestly. And all of their learnings from their business. Check it out at renttorentsuccess.com slash RS15. That's RS15 for Rockstar 15. So 2020 had so many challenges and worries. Yeah, I'm so proud of our team. They just stepped up and delivered. Luke, our assistant property manager, did an incredible job of filling the empty rooms once it was possible to do so. And the biggest thing that I love is that I look at my life now and I'm so delighted with it. I remember in 2016 being at my desk knowing that I should have been with my mum who was sick. And I remember feeling trapped and stuck and frustrated. And, and now is totally different. Yeah, bad stuff still happens and the world is still crazy. But because I love what we're doing and creating in our business, because I'm excited to get started in the day, and because I have more control, it's not up to someone else to determine whether I'm employable. We actually get to be employers, which feels so amazing. We get to be flexible in the way we work. We get to do what we want to do. We get to employ and work with amazing people. And our business supports other people too. And, you know, I speak to so many people who've been affected by COVID who say that it's really made them take a new look at their life. Julian told me that his 18-year career is in jeopardy and he's put so much focus on it. He's loved that career and thought that it was safe and secure. And now he's really putting more of his focus on property because he can see that the things he thought were safe and secure are not. And it's a very disconcerting feel to have a feeling to have a long-standing career like that. 
and know that it could go at any moment. And Haley told me she's determined now to make money as a stay-at-home mum so that her family can have a lifestyle they want. And last year, we heard from so many of the rent-to-rent rock stars who are thriving right now. Maria is now on her fourth property, and she's also got a lease option. She's buying one of the properties she's doing for rent-to-rent without an upfront deposit or a mortgage. And you can watch Maria's episode on renttorentsuccess.com slash RS6. That's RS6 for Rockstar 6. And she did it all as a busy mum of three. I'll have all these links in the show notes as well, which is renttorentsuccess.com slash 48. If you really want to make 2021 your year, if you're ready to get started and make this the year that you get started and get past your fears, and start making money in property without buying it, you don't want to miss this. If you know it's something you're going to do this year, join us before the 21st of January in Rent to Rent Kickstarter. It has always been an incredible program, but we're just updating it and it's going to be phenomenal value. On the 21st of January, the price is going to go up substantially. So visit now to get on board if you know you're ready now. It's renttorentsuccess.com slash last chance. That's renttorentsuccess.com slash L-A-S-T-C-H-A-N-C-E slash last chance. It's been lovely speaking to you today. Until next week, have a great rest of the week. And remember, believe bigger, be bolder and be a game changer. I'll see you soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like the links for anything mentioned in today's episode, or if voice is not enough, and you want to see us on video too, you can find all the show notes and lots more at renttorentsuccess.com. That's rent number two, rentsuccess.com. If you've enjoyed today's episode, we'd super appreciate it if you would take a few minutes to review it in your podcast app. Remember, we'll be donating to our B1G1 charities too for each review you give. Until then, believe bigger, be bolder, be a game changer.